Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Dakota. You've spent your week with your head in the clouds, and now it's time for us to bring you... <gasps> Down, Down to Nerd. nerd. Nice. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was actually able to cue in uh, our sound bite there. Oh, perfect. That's that, half the battle. <laughs> get it in <Yeah>. there. <laughs> uh, well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's episode of Down to Nerd. Happy New Year, we should say. First time uh, seeing you in the new year. But uh, as always, I'm Chris, and joined with me is my esteemed co-host and friend Dakota. How are you, Dakota? Hey, I'm doing good, man. New Year, new me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how it's done. <laughs> cool. So, uh, great to be back. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and jump right into what's on my mind lately. Yeah. Uh, I, I share it in the fact that I guess that's just what's shared now, but I, I got to preface this by saying I miss the good old days of not knowing what Apple is doing or what they're going to do. Yeah, like we the, know the, so much now. The secrecy. Oh I feel like the veil yeah, is li- lifted. Literally, I remember, you know, one of the most distinct ones to me is uh when the original iPad came out in 2010, I thought the whole time that it was going to be like some kind of hybrid device running Mac OS 10 and and how wrong we were and how right it ended up being running iOS, but not literally until you know, I watched Steve Jobs get up on the stage and sit in that giant uh, leather chair. You know, I, I had no idea. And mm-hmm. we don't get that anymore. Now it's like, here's the pipeline. It right. Stinks, yeah. But we're it's still cool to talk about. And we're definitely in like the age of technology, too. You know, where, where everybody's tied into the manufacturers and we get case leaks like months in advance because the manufacturers, I mean, they need to have a product that is compatible with these new devices and their new form factors and sometimes even the new technologies in there or they, you know, they've got, they, they have some insider information and some people, their ethics are, um, yeah, they, they can be compromised. Great. Yeah. So, 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 you know, so we're losing that veil of secrecy. So does that make some of like this next year? Does like, does it seem boring now? It's it's boring in the fact that we have an idea, but I think exciting in the fact that, you know, we never really know until it happens, you know, and, and when it's going to happen. And I I don't know. I I think this could be uh you know, speaking in terms of Apple, their their biggest year yet, which it it'll just be so crazy to see if it really pans out. I, I guess I'll kind of jump into the the meat and potatoes of it which is the the MacBook Pro line. So mm-hmm. it sounds to me like Apple's going pretty much, well, all in on Apple Silicon. Uh, in the mobile line, I don't think we're going to see any more with Intel processors at this point. Anything that they come out with in the mobile line is going to be uh, Apple Silicon-based, not mm-hmm. Intel-based. Uh, but 
Uh, it sounds like 14-inch and 16-inch designs. Uh, no face ID, which kind of bums me out. Seems like that's uh, some low-hanging fruit for them to get right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but gone will be the touch bar, and restored will be ports, which yep. just seems so un-Apple of Apple. Yeah. But, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's like, it's like one of those things, like, I... When the touch bar first came out, I don't have one, but like, man, that would have been so cool um, to, to have a dynamic function key, but maybe they did their research on it and found that people didn't really use it to its full potential. Or maybe there's like a, you know, there's always like that, what's that 80-20 rule, right? Where it's like 20% of the user base uses it constantly, but the other 80% don't even know that it's there. Um and maybe they, they even saw that on the next refresh of when the touch bar first came out is they actually implemented the physical escape key, but then still had the touch bar for the rest of the stuff, which was interesting. Um, yep. But I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it was too good, like too good too soon, where it's like I it could have been the potential could have definitely been there. But they just, I don't know, I feel like I gave up on it too quick. I, I feel like the biggest thing that they need to flesh out, if, you know, because it's all rumor and conjecture until it happens, uh, it seems weird to me to have them abandon the touch bar, especially when they're making a whole entire system on a chip. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's like they don't even have to do any of that weird watch OS variant nonsense. You know what I mean? Running off the T2 chip. Right. Um, To me... Uh, it's just they need to get really good at making it. it. It's already really good when it's being dynamic. So as far as going Safari or you're playing a video and you can scroll, you know, scrub through your video using the touch bar. It's amazing. But what's not amazing about it is when you don't want it to be dynamic, but when you want it to be static. Uh, it's always weird to me. I, I have a MacBook Air, but uh, Megan has a MacBook Pro with touch bar. And it's just like for since the dawn of the Mac, you know, uh, if I want to turn the volume up on my computer, I hit hit the volume up button on the keyboard and it goes up. But on the touch bar, you have to click, you know, which mic or which speaker you want because they have mute and then, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, sound, you hit the sound button, and then you get a next level scrubber to adjust the volume. It it's just it's so many extra like something that I just go click, click on the keyboard is now I have to look, I have to find it. I have to tap. I have to drag. I let go. So it's like my selection. It's kind of like a convoluted process. Um, do you think that could have been solved from, I know there's some, uh, third party applications out there, like better touch tool. Like, you know, that's really the one that I use. Um, do you think there's any, like merit to having one of those applications kind of control that and like have like, okay, always keep a static sound and brightness. Cause I like that, but the rest of it, you know, utilize the other three fours to have that be dynamic. You know, I, I definitely think there's something there cause, cause I have seen, there are other utilities that can make kind of some of the changes that we're talking about. I'm sorry. I don't know the names of them or the extent of their functionality, just more so that I've seen exactly what you're talking about. To me, for the touch bar to be successful, it needs to be implemented like at Apple's level. No, you know, ninety-nine cent, two dollar ninety-nine cent fix. Like 
it needs to be a home run hitter. So people are organically using it out of the box to appreciate it because I, I really do feel like it's something that can be appreciated. But when you're, you know, dragging to, you know, turn up your keyboard brightness, like literally mm-hmm. just make them static buttons when it doesn't need to be dynamic. I mm. really feel like it would fix it. <laughs> so I've got a weird, so my, um, my work computer is a HP elite book. And on the side, it's got a physical volume rocker in addition to the hard keys on the keyboard. Could that be something where they could implement and that could also be an option for having Touch ID? Implement that into a volume rocker or a volume pad on the side. Like it's a glass indent and then that's the volume and also the Touch ID. Uh I like it. It makes sense. I'm guessing the reason it exists on your Elite Book is because it's a two-in-one, right? So when you're in tablet mode and you don't have the keyboard. Oh, yeah, it is a two-in-one. That's right. Yeah, and the land of Apple, who doesn't believe the Mac needs a touch screen because <laughs> they need to sell more iPads. <laughs> Though I love, I love the idea. I just, I don't see it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just a probable solution because you know if they're going to throw Definitely. in Touch ID anyway, maybe. Who, who knows? Um, make it be that solution on the side, and then it, it's a multi-purpose there. You know, with the gestures, have almost have like mini gestures to that touch bar or that touch ID. Yep, most definitely. I'm I'm with you. I think there could be something there, like little tiny mini gestures to it. Make make that button uh, even more dynamic. And I, I know it runs power and then authentication, but I could see a little bit more happening with it. I I like where you're going with that. So uh, Apple, if you Need any more advice? Uh, give us a call. Yeah, we, we could be on the consulting consumer uh, testing team. Yeah, don't do that thing at the keynote where you had Verizon introduce 5G again. Let's just get that one out the way. Yeah, that was not related, but that was terrible. Uh, in my mind, I think about it. I'm like, oh. I felt like I had like like a gross taste in my mouth, <laughs> like during yeah. that whole process. And I think that I think the funniest thing too is that Verizon. I'm pretty sure they have like the worst 5G coverage right now anyway, or it's, it's the fastest with technically, but it's only in like certain pockets of certain cities at certain times of the day. Like there's like too many caveats to even like promote it right now. Well, I think they figured some of it out. Oh, good. Maybe another podcast for another day, but low band 5G uh, through Verizon, at least where I've experienced it is very, very good. Mm. So, like, uh, we have 5G here in Ann Arbor. Megan has an iPhone 12 mini. She consistently gets 250 megs, uh, you know, up, like, you know, 20 down everywhere she goes in the city. Uh, the millimeter wave, I think they've kind of figured out what to do with it, which is more so put it in extreme populated areas like stadiums, malls, mm. you know, places when life goes back to normal. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, we're basically, yeah, you can get these, you know, thousand 
to 2000, you know, megabyte down speeds. Uh, but it's more so having all of that raw bandwidth. So you don't get like, I don't know, like, I feel like if you've ever seen it, like, if you go to a sporting event or something, and there's, like, the AT&T truck, and it's got the, its antenna up, it's, like, trying to boost the signals, and mm. so many people are there using it, so people can, you know, tweet about the game or whatever, so. <laughs> I don't know, maybe maybe a rabbit hole for another day, but I'm with you, it's, it's getting there, but I don't know, I still hate what Apple did. Yeah, well, it's, it felt like a sellout. It felt like like an advertisement. It's like I, I you don't would almost have to. I don't know if we can look at the numbers, but like I wonder how much. Like I bet they had a bidding war on for months to who is gonna promote on stage, and Verizon just won that bidding war. Like they won that twenty minute advertising spot for for five G, and like that that kind of makes me sad a little bit. It does because I I know Apple is a big corporate entity, but they don't act like a big corporate entity so often. So when they do, it's like, stop, right. Don't, don't do that. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it was, it was kind of strange, but, um, I don't know. Speaking of, uh, um, some new technologies. Well, I guess new to me, um, I did want to mention this, uh, I, and, and maybe even potentially faster speeds. I don't, and I, I did tell you this, but, uh, so I've, I've recently got that iPhone SE and oh, yeah. while it's not, the most advanced, um, you know, phone in existence. And we can get, we'll get into this a little bit later, but it does have Wi-Fi six and yeah. I've got a Wi-Fi six router and that's right. It makes a huge difference. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I like, I didn't, I didn't think it made a big difference, but it does until you, like once you are in the whole system of having a device that's Wi-Fi six and having a router that's Wi-Fi six, it, I don't know. It it's by far the fastest thing in our um in our house right now, Con- uh, internet connection wise. And even though like the speeds are pretty much the same, I don't know what it is about it, but it it man, it feels like a rocket now. That's awesome. Uh, did you do a speed test? Uh, but yeah, I've been doing. Well, I can, I'll do another one. Um, but I've been doing speed tests, and it's like it 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 feels significantly faster um than and than i than what i had before on the iphone 10 um even if this like you know because you, you just get a loss of speeds like right now i'm in my office and i'm getting 240 megabits a second but that's still like but it, i think i was getting about 200 on my iphone 10 but the in and maybe it maybe it's kind of arbitrary but like i feel like it's faster like i don't know if it's the latency or the you know the the ping or um whatever it is but it man even if the speeds are technically the same it still it feels a lot faster like it just feels snappy like i don't have any problem navigating around you know when i load a page it's pretty much loaded as soon as i get there it's 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 pretty cool yeah that's nice. Well, you got to remember, you've got that A13 Bionic chip in basically an iPhone 8's body. So it makes me think of uh, uh, that quote from Aladdin when uh, the genie gets Jafar in the, the bottle, you know, infinite cosmic power and an itty bitty tiny little stuff. Yeah. So it, it has lots, all these horses and nowhere to run. I yes. guess I'm switching over to uh, the Bruce Almighty, Almighty now. But yeah. So yes. <laughs> and that's and that's the other thing I wanted to touch on, too. It 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 feels like 
it's definitely a great phone and i think for the price i don't think you can beat you can't beat it it's it's unbeatable um i i feel like it's a it it doesn't feel like a current phone if that makes any sense like it's got the bezels it's got the touch id it doesn't feel current but when i when i look at it when i'm using it i kind of forget that because i'm like whoa this thing is so fast um so it almost sits in that weird realm where if you're like a you know a tech person um it might look weird but it it feels so fast and feels so good like you almost kind of forget about that and like the camera on it even though i had the two cameras on the iphone 10 man this camera's so much better (laughs) like the low light is better like i know it doesn't have the same low light as like the iphone 12 but i didn't pay for the price of an iphone 12 and i know that so it's just kind of interesting. Like the battery life's been really good. Um, I don't know. Definitely, I can see how they're selling quite a few of these. I don't, you know, they don't, they don't release the numbers like they used to, where you could break them down and like see what they're actually selling by quarter. But I could see this being a really good gateway Apple device for a lot of people. And man, I got my widgets going. I got, um, you know, the app library kind of this way that I like it, and um, I've got my home screen and. I don't know. Like it, it, it feels modern and not modern at the same time. Right. No, it, and it makes total sense. You know, I to me, I think the iPhone SE is really a sleeper device, and and it's really smart for Apple to have because it it is a gateway into the Apple ecosystem. Because, you know, you compare it, you can literally get an iPhone SE, a pair of AirPods, uh, and what an Apple Watch SE. Uh, if you go 40 millimeter, I think that's all still under a thousand bucks, even after taxes. I mean, literally the cost of an iPhone 11 Pro, I mean, you can have three devices well into Apple's ecosystem. Right. Yeah. And having that full gambit or or you can piecemeal it like, you know, hey, like if you if you need something to be upgraded, you know, you have an option in a lower price bracket to get in there and get in the ecosystem. You know, so for me at the at this time, like I my phone went down. I didn't want to spend the big bucks right before, you know, we might get new stuff here in the fall. So I'm getting this and I'm going to hang on to it for a while. And then, you know, maybe when like the iPhone 13 drops or the 12S or I don't know, whatever that happens to be, you know, maybe I'll look at my options then. But just for, Mm -hmm. man, just for something to get into to get things going that has a good battery and the screen isn't freaking out on me. It's good. It's a good, good win. Definitely. That's awesome, dude. I'm glad glad it's working out for you. So, uh, <clears throat> in our uh, beautiful uh, tracing of uh, back to where we <laughs> started, where did we even come from? Oh, we came we came from 14 and 16 inch Apple Silicon MacBook Pros. Oh yeah. Um, uh, really, just uh, I guess the last thing I wanted to touch on, obviously, other improvements. Uh, they're talking about using mini LED for the technology, uh, which I guess is as close to OLED as you can get without the cost of OLED, and still using LEDs. So should be improved displays. Uh, but the big thing that, uh, or last thing I guess I wanted to touch on uh, as far as the MacBooks Pros go, is the uh, or are the ports. Uh, so Apple, uh, I mean, we we trace the lineage. Uh, hey. Your computer doesn't need a floppy drive. All you need is a is a CD drive. You don't need SCSI ports. You only need USB ports. You don't need a headphone jack. You don't need a, a DVD drive in your laptop. 
Mm. You know, sorry, I said there's a little out of order, but, <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, with Apple and then you, you don't need any ports that aren't USB-C to see them backtrack or, or even the notion that they would put ports back in. I really don't think it'd be USB type A. I think it would be C, uh, you know, maybe an SD card slot. Uh, but then the the big return, MagSafe. So we we already heard of MagSafe making its triumphant return in the iPhone 12. Mm, be glorious. Seems, yep. Uh, you know, which is it, it's nice. Magnets are awesome. The coolest part of science is magnets. I stand by that statement. Uh, but uh, MagSafe was great in the MacBooks. Uh, seeing them bring it back, do you think? What my fear is, do you think it will be some kind of inter like connection with MagSafe in the iPhone ecosystem? So they're like, you know what I mean? Like, ooh, you get MagSafe on your Mac, and then eventually there'll be MagSafe on the iPad. Like, like you think it's a big giant puck that goes somewhere, or do you think it's going to be like a tiny little connector like it was in uh, years past? Um, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think they're maybe trying to get us introduced to the idea and they kind of have they kind of have it already a little bit with the ipad pros right they have that like special port that's like four prongs and when you attach it to the keyboard or the magic keyboard um Mm -hmm. you know you can kind of charge things that way and you know they've kind of got the pseudo mechanism there i just i don't think for the speed of wireless charging where it currently is i don't think we'll see that for a while um on the ipads and the and the laptops just because like you know we we already talked about it when the iphone 12 came out and magsafe came Mm -hmm. out you know it it, there's there's only a limit on how fast they can charge even with the biggest brick that you can get you know the the huge water um there's still there's still a limit so it's like how big of a brick would you have to put out how many you know how much electromagnetic waves are you going to put out and i don't know if you saw this but apparently there has been some reports that apple said uh you should probably keep your mag safe and your iphone 12 away from uh, uh essential medical equipment because because of the magnets um that are are pretty significant so you know imagine imagine the magnetic array that would be you know at any level that with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Be worthwhile on a, on a, on a laptop or an iPad. It might cause some issues with the FCC with, their, with the regulations and everything. 
that makes sense to me. So I, I think that really does settle it. Odds are it would be a more traditional, you know, MagSafe connector. It's just weird because then the MagSafe family will be very confusing because it's like they got rid of MagSafe. They mm-hmm. brought the name back. And then if you bring it back again, like. Yeah, they're getting a little. I know we talked about this before, too, but like they're getting a little convoluted on their naming schemes or their naming schema. Um where they're like diff- different things have the same name but mean different things, right? So yeah, you know, that I don't know. That's kind of the weird. They're almost getting back to that. They're like, you know, they had it good for a little bit, but now they're like, you can get an iPhone 12 Mini, you can get an iPhone 12, an iPhone 12 Pro, you know, and but the Mini is it the same as, you know? There's I don't know. Yeah, it throws it off. Which, um, also I thought was interesting to touch on for just a hot minute. Uh, Red Apple uh, cut their 12 mini production. Really? Sounds like they're sitting on a whole mess of them. They're just going to sell out of what they got. I don't oh, well. know. Which is it, a bummer. Yeah. No, I always like the red. I mean, I didn't get the red, but um, I like them. I think they're neat. Yeah. Kind of flashy. Yeah. yeah, definitely. No, they they look good, you know, and all that power in a little package. You know, I, I to me, it's like the 12 mini, like almost truly proves the next gen it's like we can put all this power in 5g and the tiniest phone around so kind of a kind of a bummer that it's uh you know not catching on mm-hmm. but um i digress i'll uh jump on to the next thing here uh so uh next next big part of the rumor mill uh potentially i guess 20 four and 32 inch imax modeled after the uh pro display xdr except obviously much more affordable uh you know and and palpable oh you mean not seven thousand dollars yeah not seven thousand dollars exactly (laughs) uh so i don't know to me i guess i don't really have a lot to say on that the imac design's overdue um obviously they've got to work out some kind of voodoo magic with uh with apple silicon but apparently they've got systems on a chip with you know running theoretical 32 64 128 uh and allegedly i guess 256 cores Hmm. so i mean time will tell um but really, the the next part, I guess, that really interests me, uh, that uh, there seem to be heavy rumors about, is Apple bringing back a pro display. Well, you know, basically a display, an Apple branded display that isn't seven thousand dollars or six thousand dollars. Right. That's uh, it's you know. not a it's not a reference monitor. Yep. Exactly. And uh, the the companion to uh, be released along with that is. Uh, their take on the next generation Mac Pro. So it sounds to me like in the world of the transition to Apple Silicon, uh, the the mobile line will be completely Apple Silicon. Uh, IMAX Mac Mini uh, will be Apple Silicon, but the current Mac Pro will likely see additional revisions on the Intel side. So it'll mm. it'll be the the last of the road. But this year still, uh, they are talking of releasing a Apple Silicon Mac Pro, and this machine, it would be half the size of the Intel Mac Pro and be reminiscent of the glorious G4 Cube. Wow. That would be, that would look really nice on a desk. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Like I've, I've thought about it and it's like, man, 
could you imagine, you know, you've got some hundred and nothing that we've ever need, but man, it just suspended in a cube, mm -hmm. uh, you know, modeling the design after that, probably something with, with a fancy aluminum design, seeing them go back to making their own monitors. It's, it's just interesting to see Apple kind of mm -hmm. really allegedly hearkening into their past this yeah. year, you know? Yeah. And maybe we'll see, you know, maybe we'll see some kind of, some throwbacks you know they always like to do that you know in the in their keynotes and maybe this is the time that they can do it now that they're you know doing all these virtual keynotes and they can really put some good production value in them um i just had a really good potentially a, a thought regarding this uh uh new pro display um mm -hmm. what if so you know a lot of the um a lot of the reason why people like the intel based um systems and still currently do is they they could use eGPUs, um, right. and obviously that's not the case with the Apple Silicon because it's just they're not compatible. Um, would it be possible, reasonable, um, or expected that this Pro Display has some variant of an M chip in it, and it can either upscale things or help with the processing power or do a little something? Um, to just help help out like when you're plugged into this display well it i think you bring up a great point in the fact of uh, maybe there could be a variant like of a of a mm. display that could give out something extra like that i i really don't know and, and what i mean by it's a good point is apple's gpu strategy for this transition is super unclear you know because we think about you know our powerhouse desktop computers and and make no mistake apple's m1 chip is rendering 4k video i mean just a couple minutes shy of uh you know imac pros of you know just a couple years ago mm -hmm. uh, they're doing really amazing things with these systems on a chip but uh, i've heard things like you know frame rates for some things aren't you know all that great so there's still <clears throat> a bit of headway for Apple to support a dedicated GPU with their new ARM-based Apple Silicon, uh, Silicon systems. So I, it just makes me wonder what they're going to do. I mean, are they going to reach out to AMD or NVIDIA for, you know, some, well, probably not NVIDIA. They've hated yeah. NVIDIA since the 2008 MacBook Pro debacle. Yeah, right. But, it's, it's, yeah, it'd probably be AMD. Yeah. Uh, or, or are they going to do it? In house, uh, a thought I had, which it could be of no sustenance, I I'm gonna admit it's out of my wheelhouse, but I always thought it was really interesting when Apple released the uh, Intel Mac Pro from 2019, uh, our current cheese grater tower. It's back. <laughs> um, they uh, released an optional uh, accessory called the Afterburner card, which can like. It has extra codecs and extra compiling and gives extra performance. So it's just like, is that proof of concept or showing that Apple is actively working? Like, I don't know how much, like, I guess it's like a GPU accelerator, but it's not a GPU per se. Hmm. And and I'll say anyone who's made it this far and is listening, I, I will admit, I do not know exactly what I'm talking about here. But it's like, does that show that Apple is in the market to just completely do it themselves. They don't want to depend on anybody, you know, at this point. Yeah, possible. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think we've mentioned this before too. It's like, if they can bring everything, 
you know, Apple's all been, always been about control. And if they can bring things in-house, have more control over it, and make it faster and better, then that's that's their ultimate goal always. So, you know, we've that's that's what we've seen with all the all the mobile lines with everything. And yeah, and, and there's been such good things that have coming out of bringing the, um, you know, the, the laptop line, the MacBook line, all of them, uh, to mm-hmm. this M chip. Like we're seeing these crazy numbers with, uh, performance, um, you know, battery life, 20 hours. Um, yeah, the 4k rendering, like all that stuff. And yeah, there might be like little hiccups here and there, but this is literally the first iteration of it. So <laughs> it, it really should be getting better from here. So, you know, if, if you're in the market, you know, definitely see what the second generation can do. There's M2 chips or whatever they decide to call, start yeah. calling things. It's going to be, I, I don't know. I feel like the sky's the limit on some of this stuff. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, cause really when you think about it, I mean, they've taken a chip that has dominated the world of mobile and they put it in their mobile max uh, and the Mac mini, which has typically always been based off of mobile Intel processor, not a desktop class processor that I can think of other than like the G4 Mac mini. And then maybe like the 2012 Mac mini, I think there was one based on a, like a SKU based on a desktop class processor. I digress. But, um, uh, you know, long story short, uh, the, the desktop line to quote Bruce almighty again, they're going to have all these horses and nowhere to run. Uh, there are no battery constraints. You know what I mean? So it's like, really their current architecture is, is great for surviving on battery and being a powerhouse, but what's it going to look like? What kind of chip are they going to have where, Literally, the the sky's the limit on responsible power consumption. You know what I mean? They can draw so much more power from the chip. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really excited to see what that looks like. It's such a, like an unknown. So I guess to kind of capsize what we've discussed so far, it's like we know this stuff's coming, but we don't know how they're going to do it. And I think that could potentially be the most exciting part, you know, as, as it time moves forward. Right. Yeah, sometimes it's about the... Uh... You know, I guess in Apple's case, it's like the the destination rather than the journey. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't really know how they're going to do it. Or maybe, or maybe I guess the other way, it's like we know what it's going to be. So that's not super exciting, but it's like how they made it and got it there. You know, that's that's what you and I are concerned with. But like most people probably just are like, ooh, this is really fast. But, you know, we're like, whoa that's unreal <laughs> with within right. like it's just unprecedented on some of the things that they can come up with um yeah, yeah i don't know so any uh so i know we also missed which could be a podcast in itself um but the uh, ces was also earlier this month which i think was also kind of weird because i think that was a virtual ces um yeah, you you just I don't feel like you saw as much crazy stuff. I I mean I I looked at a little bit of the coverage. It just seemed like you know, fleet O TVs that do crazy things that aren't out yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot of I feel like it was so much vaporware that like nothing really stood out to me from what from what I saw. I don't think I saw anything that I was like, ooh, I'm excited to see when that actually comes out. I I don't know if it was just so lackluster or if nothing was like seemed real enough to like make it even stand out yeah definitely it it's always i don't know it vaporware is always so 
so disappointed. Now I'll tell you, this is totally random, but uh, something that I've been following since its announcement. Um, you know, a lot of companies have been turning to like, you know, uh, Indiegogo and, and places like that to get their funding. And uh, Atari came back and uh, I uh, put up funding for what's called the Atari VCS, which is like the original Atari from the 80s, but modernized and has like uh, an AMD uh, like system on a chip uh, processor in it. Uh, they uh, announced it, I think, two years ago. There was nothing, nothing about it. They kept saying, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And I just recently noticed on YouTube a bunch of people who gave Atari $400, you know, two years ago are finally getting something. Uh, have you caught wind of that at all? No, you know, honestly, Atari was like, before my time, I've never really been into any of the games that were that were on that system i don't know why yeah. i always thought it was interesting because i mean it really was it was truly the first console that brought gaming to the masses other than you know than arcades but you didn't have to go somewhere right. special like you had it right there but no i i haven't really kept up on that one. Oh yeah no no worries but it's it's just such i don't even know why you would buy it because it's just like you get it's four hundred dollars and it like it can play like it almost reminds me of the Ouya. Like, it has, like, its own custom game store, hmm. but it comes preloaded with, like, 80 Atari games, and it's like, why would you spend $400 to play Atari games? I see, like, those sticks at, like, you know, the store for 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, they've got all of them. Yeah, like the retro Atari, you know, plug it into your TV, and here's a little controller, and go for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a little steep for again like 1980s um like graphics <laughs> I, I don't know I, I, yeah. I it doesn't it doesn't really oh you know, I'm looking at it right now it comes with a built-in Chrome browser so you can check your email social media catching up on work streaming your favorite content online shopping on the Atari VCS so it looks like it's like a whole computer or something yeah, <laughs> Wait, yeah no, it's crazy this you is can weird. sideload Linux on it isn't that yeah. so random no this that is so strange and you can even boot windows 10 on it now okay this is the weird this is I it is so weird no i don't see, like see, it you're looking at it now and now you're seeing why i filed it. it's uh, just the weirdest thing i don't even know why it exists but it exists you can you can buy one i don't know maybe you'll get one it, people got them yeah but i'm just like and literally like you get like a wireless joystick which is like the classic atari joystick so you just got the one <laughs> button like the fire button it's like i don't I don't know. No matter, I know we're not the target audience for it, but I just think it's so interesting. It's like I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna put Windows 10 on it. And yeah. it so I don't know, but but it doesn't come with Windows 10. Like you have, you would have to buy a large enough like USB stick to to have Windows 10 on it to sideload it and sideboot it. So you'd have to buy that. You have to buy a mouse and a keyboard because it doesn't come with that. Dude, yep. I don't... I'm... Yeah, if anyone's going to... Please look up the Atari VCS and just go down the rabbit hole with me because I'm just like, what... I don't... Uh, what am I looking at? What do I, I got going on? Yep, I 
thank you. I'm glad someone's suffering with me now. Yeah. <laughs> I've never really shared that. I like, I literally follow it and just see what's going on with it. It's like, what is this? Yeah, How no. is this feel? I, I want to know more about it just because I think it's going to be so bad. I just, mm. but it's like, but okay. So you can upgrade the Ram and the storage. So it's like a modular mini PC, but it's a Chrome PC, but you can, uh, side load windows and Linux. It's just so bizarre to me. It is. It looks cool though. It does I, look. Admit, neat. I like the wood grain. <laughs> yes, that is neat. But I don't. Oh, and you can run Steam on it. Wait, you can run Steam OS on it specifically. Okay. I don't know. That's so strange, man. Where it's like you know, like hey, I can. You know, we can't publicly say where to get things, but there's a bunch of emulators that can do the exact same thing for free. So you know. If you really want have an itch to play some Atari games, you can make it happen in about thirty seconds, and not four hundred dollars. Yeah, it's true. Also, <laughs> don't give Nintendo sixty dollars for Super Mario 3D World. Or what is it? 3D All Stars. I'm still, I'm still salty about still it. Still salty. To this day, <laughs> sometimes I scroll past it. and I'm like, I just shake my head, and I'm like, Have you ever like? Did you try to go back to it and see if there's an update that fixed any of that stuff? I've read that there were updates to to like fix a couple things, but the game itself is still just emulating. You know what I mean on the Switch that you can't fix. You know what what was broken on it, and <clears throat> at this point, Super Mario Galaxy is still totally unplayable to me. Oh, it, it doesn't make any sense. It was good on the Wii. That's where it should have lived and died unless you completely reworked the controls to get rid of the star bit stuff. Wow. Um, yeah, just a great disappointment there. But uh, yeah. I don't know. We got a whole podcast about that one. Uh, yeah, definitely. Go find that one. I don't remember yeah. what it's called. It was something. <laughs> it's back there. It's in the catalog. Yup. <laughs> it's true. Man, well, I... I'm 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 so intrigued by that Atari VCS. Now I I can't get it out of my mind, but I also want to get it out of my mind because it's just it doesn't make any sense why it's that expensive. Like I I cannot I can't process that. Like I think the thing that gets me is you could get a just a Google Chromecast a 4K version or a 4K variant and it's could do that and more like or it could do the same thing as this atari thing can i don't know yeah but it doesn't have wood grain on it i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't come oh with that with the wireless i don't know. oh man all right i think we could have, we could have a whole podcast about that one too yeah and i'll let you uh research that we'll we'll come back and we'll revisit the atari vcs at yeah. some point oh, man. <laughs> maybe when it starts hitting um you know, really starts hitting shelves because I think it said you could pre-order it right now, but it's not officially out. Yeah, I think only backers were able to get it first. Well, yeah. So on, I guess on that note, um, is there any any last things you want to tell the good people before we uh, run out of time? Oh, gotcha. Well, um, I mean, really, that that's kind of, I, I guess, a, a good point for today. Just thanks for listening. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, email us at Chris or Dakota at downtonerd.com. Go to downtonerd.com. Find us on the internet somewhere. Just search Down to Nerd. It'll show up. Mm -hmm. Give us a follow or a like. Subscribe. Send us hate mail. 
literally, it, literally, if you sent us hate mail, it would at least be that much more information about our podcast that we would have gained, um, you know, than than where we're at right now. So go right. for it. That that's that's what I got. Uh, what do you got, Dakota? I was just gonna say the same thing, but maybe we need to get the uh, like the streaming rights to like that song from uh, Fall Out Boy. Um, you know, I don't care what you say about me, or I don't care what you say as long as it's about me. Um, and we could have yeah. that as our outro. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We'll uh, we'll go ahead. We'll get a Fallout Boy on the phone soon, Ho- and hopefully, uh, they can let us know uh, when uh, Hella Megator is starting back up, so we can see them in uh, Green Day and Weezer. Uh, that'd be That's great. I had I had tickets, but it got canceled. We were tragic. Not, it was very tragic. I had very good seats, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. And then they delayed Van Weezer. Yeah, that's also uh, man. We could have a whole we could have a whole separate non tech podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it never ends, you guys. All right. Well, uh, with any anything else for the good people, or you want me to, to yeah. sign us off? Yeah, I think let's let's throw the sideman strut on, and then we'll uh, we'll sign off here. All right. Cool. Well, uh, like you heard uh, me say a couple minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know where to find us. Uh, so literally just search down the number two nerd somewhere. Just say something, anything. It'll be fine. And uh, as always, Dakota, thank you for being here, my friend. That's right. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Down, down to, to Nerd. nerd. Bye-bye.